Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so dude, we were, I, we were talking about this with the Grand Prix. Um, like Alexi was talking about how, you know, he won 20 grand getting second place in the Grand Prix, but he thinks that he spent 40 grand, like just doing the yeah. Grand Prix. Well, he should have kept track like Tyler and he would have known what he spent. What up, party people? Just when I thought we weren't going to have anything to talk about this week, we wound up with over an hour recording before we even contemplated answering some listener questions. We even brought on a special guest to help keep the banter alive, and I know a bunch of y'all replied to our Instagram request for more questions, so we've got those archived, and I promise we'll do a big push to get those answered next week. All questions and feedback for the show can be sent to bonkbrospodcast at gmail.com, or hit us up on Instagram if that's how you roll. In case y'all forgot, or hadn't heard, which is our bad, We also started a Patreon page so y'all can support the future of the show if you want to. I won't bore you with the details here, but head over to patreon.com slash patreon underscore bonk bros and throw us a boner five if you feel so inclined. Oh yeah, one more thing. Dizzle, if you're listening, which I know you are, we're sending you our good luck voodoo vibes so you can crush some souls over in Euro Crossland this weekend. Get after it, my dude. Can't wait to hear some stories when you're back. Okay, okay, that's enough of this. Let's get this bonk bros party started. Okay, so before we start, so Tyler, can you yeah. pronounce your last name for everyone? Because everyone's dying to know. Uh, I say Cloutier. Okay, that's what I said. Yeah, but I've heard what everything. Do, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do like? So is it French? It is. Yeah, French Canadian. Okay, to be very specific, oh, French Canadian. Okay. So are you are you Canadian then? That's a big question, Scott. That's what the internet wants to know. Uh, no, I'm not technically, I'm not technically Canadian. <laughs> My grandparents are Canadian, but I am not Canadian. So could you get a Canadian I mean, passport or dual citizenship? I mean, but like why though? Yeah. But like, why would you want that? That's true. That's like not useful at all. Cause yeah, exactly. It just gets me to the same places where I can go already. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I think, uh, so my maternal grandparents are Canadian. So I think I could, I don't know how that works. There's any any immigration lawyers that listen to this podcast? Maybe they could write in and let me know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I could. I mean, I could like maybe get a, a passport. But yeah, I don't know what that I, gets I was going to say like you could have a chance at winning Canadian nationals, but you already retired. So I guess it's it's kind of a moot point. Yeah, dude. All those. I mean, everybody like you. You would think it would be easy, but I don't know if you've looked at like the list of Canadian cross racers, but they're all freaking hitters, man. Dude, so. it was, it, especially this year, man, it was it was stacked. I mean, usually you get like Jeff Kabush who comes down and like you know blows up the scene, but um, dude, yeah, like the yeah. Clark brothers are are on it. Um, Vandenham, Clark brothers, no, no Tyler Orschel, yeah, Orschel, dude, that yeah, guy's stout. All guys, yeah, all like just super strong racers. So as much as I'd like to think, I do. If I wanted to win like cross nationals, I should just like emigrate to like Trinidad and Tobago or something like that. You know, some, <laughs> some like Cotopaxi, Cotopachi place that I don't know, could get a jersey from or something like that. Or just do one of the bullshit categories that USAC puts up and just. <laughs> Whoa, shots fired, <laughs> Scott. Shots fired. Like single speed? Is that what you're talking about? Every, an age group for every month of people that are born. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Got to cater to everybody. Got to cater to those, uh, yeah those paying subscribers. Yeah. Or I could just go to Belize and, you know, win a national championship or something like that. Yeah. That, that sounds more fun. <laughs> Probably e- e- equally prominent. So, okay. So, so did, you, you, did you list your bikes for sale already too? No, man. Cause I don't have bikes coming in. I don't have like other oh. bikes that I can just switch to. So, mm. yeah. so you're still going to ride bikes even though you're retired. Yeah. 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 I'm still going to, I'm still going to ride and race. I'm just not going to dedicate six to eight months of my life to, training and traveling to race cross. So I've done that for a few seasons, live that, live that life. I'm good. Yeah. I can go rock climbing had, now and other shit. Like had, had you like when you were kind of making that decision to step away from the elite cross scene, like, did you consider anything else like within cycling, like hopping over into the gravel scene or taking up mountain biking or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think I have the influencer count or like the, the, follower account to do Dude, you got a you got a solid following oh man should i, I mean i don't know by the, numbers but i feel like people know you should i have applied to the lifetime grand prix i mean scott didn't get in so i don't know that's true 
That's true. But his, uh, his updates, I know this guy, we've only talked like two times, but like, you know, his Instagram posts are like first and just, that's it. That's all I get my application too. (laughs) (laughs) One one word answers. (laughs) Yes. No, uh, drop downs only. Uh, yeah, dude, like, uh, I feel like if I was going to get into gravel, uh, we'd have to go back in a time machine, like 10 years, you know, like that's when, that's when gravel for someone that doesn't have like world tour, like, I don't know, domestic elite fitness, it could have actually like made a name for yourself in it. And then won some, won some races that might mean something. But nowadays it's like, dude, I haven't done the world tour, man. I've been working a day job since I started riding bikes. Like (laughs) I can't compete with that. Uh, I don't know. It'd be fun to do. Like, I do want to do some mountain bike stuff. Um, do want to do some like, I don't know, just like fun events, I guess is probably the way to describe it. Do you think they're going to bring back, uh, Oz trails off road? Man, that would be sweet. That was the last time I saw you was, uh, in that fat tire crit, but, uh, um, yep. was that last yeah, year then, or two, two years ago? I think it was two years ago, right? 2021. Two years ago. Yeah. 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 That'd be sweet if they brought it back. It was a fun, that was a fun race. I actually didn't do the 50 because I was worried about cyclocross. So yeah. Wait, you only did the, you, you did the road race and you didn't do the mountain bike race. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I didn't think Dude, that. I didn't, uh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. I wasn't just slow. I just like were you, I probably, were you like worried about crashing and like hurting yourself, or you just didn't have like fifty mile f- fitness in you? I didn't think that like fifty miles of like mountain bike racing would be super good for my like cross fitness the next weekend. I can't remember what was the next weekend was that that year, but I don't know. It was that probably was like Cincy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think like I didn't think doing that and then jumping into like a cyclocross race, like totally wrecking myself trying to ride really hard on these trails around here would like be a good idea. But hmm. yeah, maybe I'm just, uh, maybe I just I mean, have subpar genetics. So, so any of our listeners out there who go out and like do, do the, do the like cyclocross thing where you like sign up for three races on Saturday and Sunday, you're probably not doing yourself any favors for your actual cyclocross fitness. And that's exactly <laughs> what Tyler's talking about here. Cause that's like basically what a 50 mile mountain bike race is, is like four cyclocross races combined into one. Yeah. Just like a long day of just tempo riding yeah, five hours like of tempo riding. You get real good at, you, re, you get good at racing for three or four hours, but you're trying to yeah. race really hard for an hour or less. Probably not ideal. Yeah. That's not my, that's not my style. Like, uh, I can do a crit and like, that's kind of more towards my like racing. I don't know what you call it. Phenotype or whatever, but mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I would like to do some longer mountain bike races. I mean, I hear, I don't know. I've been following you, like all the mountain bike races you do look sick. So be fun to go jump in some of those races, ride your coattails. Yeah, man. Let's, let's go. Let's talk. We can, uh, we can get you, get you some fun ones on the schedule for next year. Yeah. Sounds great. Scott, you went in on this? You don't have anything going, right? No, I'm, I'm, I'm selling my mountain bike. Perfect. <laughs> Just riding on a gravel bike. Be good. Scott, I got a Facebook solo. notification that you, you posted one of your bikes for sale today. How'd that go? Sell yet? Today? Or yeah, I don't know. I check Facebook like once a month, so I guess it was. Oh, I saw it no, today. I haven't Maybe sold. I haven't sold anything. I haven't sold anything. Did you tell him that you are signed? You trying it? to sell something? Yeah, I'm trying. What are you trying to sell? All my all my belongings. You should just use the podcast to sell them. That's what I'm doing right now. Okay. How long have you guys been recording? Uh, it looks like eight minutes. We've talked so. about Tyler retiring. We officially found out how to pronounce his last name. Now Scott's talking about his bike listings. All right. It was, it was your road bike, Scott. So I don't know. Whenever you listed that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got a road bike, cross bike, and a mountain bike for sale. If anybody needs it. All size, what, 52? My mountain bike's a medium. Mint yeah. condition, I expect. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Scott's, never crashed, Scott's, uh, never power washed. <laughs> Scott's five foot five, so. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aren't I the same height as you? <laughs> I don't know. Are you? Yeah, I think so. You know what? You know what's crazy about our bodies? <laughs> if you want to compare them, <laughs> is that like some first dude? I swear that your calves and your arms look bigger than me. I don't know if I'm crazy, and I'm the only one that thinks this. We are like the in same volume, height. or what? Like yeah, the, in like, volume. So we're both. Me and Scott are both five ten, and. Or maybe Scott's five nine. I don't know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like I swear that 
like Scott's just like got incredibly like shapely calves that are like really, I feel like they're huge. And when you, when you look at the two of us to like next to each other, you realize that Scott is actually a smaller person than I am. And we also measured each other's biceps and his biceps are smaller than mine as well. So, and, and I weigh measuring over there. (laughs) oh we dude when we lived together we measured a lot of things (laughs) that's what we did for fun just measure shit (laughs) dude i mean literally every single morning started with both of us stepping on the scale and then like seeing who weighed less dude i I guarantee (laughs) dylan was measuring scott's tire width at some point that had to have happened yeah check out some website and tell me what tire pressure to run (laughs) yeah yeah for sure um yeah and the width of a lot of other things but um he dude scott was supposed to come down to my house and we were gonna train together and then i don't know what happened he bitched out yeah i bitched out (laughs) doesn't have any bikes to ride is that (laughs) no i'm actually glad i didn't come because the weather's like fine here yeah so the weather's pretty nice here right now it's been it's been crappy for the past like three weeks didn't really matter because i like was sick but uh dude scott yeah, did you get um, over your bitch itis or <laughs> <laughs> you're still over there yeah bitching. i finally did like a, a actual training day the other day um and i'm feeling i'm i would say i'm 95 percent better i just got a little bit of like phlegm in my throat um that's slowly going away but yeah nice. dude scott have you ever like do you have you ever checked tire pressure in your life yeah fuck yeah Okay. You just strike me like, like for cross? Yeah, like you just strike me as the type of guy that just like rolled up to nationals like, yeah, we fucking got in here is what I'm running. That's fine. Just- no, nah, dude, I'm I'm constantly <laughs> freaking out about my tire pressure. And if uh, in a, on a, in a cyclocross race, yeah, for sure. You have to. What do you run Everything. for cyclocross? Whatever. Whatever. Exactly. Exactly. We'll that. Not that. That. Like, I don't have a tire pressure that I run. I go out there okay. and I ride around and I feel it. And then I'm like, all right, I need to go up or down a PSI or whatever. So yeah, okay. so, so Tyler is saying, like, do you know the numbers, right? Like, do do you get out your gauge and check it? Yeah, but like, what am I? Like, it's different every time. Yeah, that's fair. Anywhere from sixteen to twenty four PSI. All right. Yeah, I was looking for a, that's range. a solid range. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I probably nice. won't ride more than twenty four PSI. Okay. okay. I've been doing it wrong. Fuck. What have you been doing? <laughs> More than that, More than, I, yeah. I did. I did run tubeless all this year. So, hmm. oh yeah, tubeless. Uh, you got to run meters, a little, but, yeah, a little higher. Yeah, that was fine. Now another thing I ran into this year was pumps being different. Oh, that's, dude, that's why you, you don't have like a bring di- your own dude, gauge. You don't have a digital gauge. Well, I've we've got like multiple digital air guns. Oh, bring your own gauge, oh. dude. I've got my own pump, but then if I say to a mechanic or something, he's got his own pump. Yeah, so that's it's like. You, you can't just ride around with your pump strapped to your back. Like if you go into the pit and the mechanics in the pit, you're like, hey, I want one more PSI. But then it ends up being like two less because this pump's a PSI or two PSI off. Yeah. That's why you got to travel with your own. Dude, Topeak makes a gauge for like 20 bucks. When you sell one of those bikes, you can probably afford one. Well, <laughs> and then just like <laughs> from cross anyways. Well, that, use it for road. Well, I guess you probably don't check any of that other shit anyways. No. Do you check yeah. your tire pressure when you do a road race? Yeah, if I do a race, if I do, if I'm training, I just pump it up to like 120 every month, and then it slowly decreases <laughs> to like month. 80, and then, and then the next month I pump it up again because I'm not gonna pump it up every day. That's such a like that's so annoying, and yep. it doesn't matter if you're training. Like what? I don't need to be like Scott. Like, Scott, you remember on training? Do you run tubes when you're training or tubeless? Yeah, tubes. Why? Why don't you run tubeless, man? <laughs> I don't get to choose my equipment. Dude, what is up with roadies and not embracing tubeless? Like roadies roadies are I feel like they're behind the times, man. They think that tubeless everyone is like ra- a- everyone races tubeless, but it's a pain in the ass t- training. If you How? flat. How is it a pain? You don't if flat. If you flat cuz it's so hard to change. Yeah, but you don't flat. Yeah, but then when you do flat, you're like stranded. I can dude, just bring two tubes. Dude, I can I don't dude, think that I flatted the I had one flat this year and I remember it. That's it. Training? And it wasn't training. No, it was in a race. Well, whatever. I'm not even going to knock on wood. I'm just, you know, it's just really not that big a deal. 
I get what you're saying though, Scott, like sometimes those beads, depending on the uh, entire wheel combination, the bead is like super tight and then you got to call for a ride. So in that case, like, yeah, I got to like have an air compressor and shit at my house, like set it up. It's like, ugh. you should just run the, you should just run the solid rubber tire for training. That's a good idea. Good. Yeah. I'd do it. It's a lot slower in the winter rubber tire. Yeah. But I said it doesn't matter. You probably want that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just letting you know that when then you don't have to rides bigger go down by so you just like instead of 100 miles you cover like yeah miles. That's, that's true. Local. I'm just <laughs> saying, don't be shocked when your average speed of your rides goes down by like two miles per hour. <laughs> Who cares? You could also put like uh, you could also like zip tie uh, like an, a wrench to your bike too. You know, add some weight while you're at it. Mm. Yeah, all the gains, yeah. Scott. Or fill it with like water, a, like a big monkey yeah. wrench. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude, what about... <laughs> dude, this guy Tobin, he finds, like, wrenches, like, every single time he goes out to ride. You guys see that? Tobin who? Ordenblood. Is there another oh, Tobin, Tobin, like, in the it? entire world? It's like, he's the only Tobin <laughs> I've ever heard of. You're like, this guy Tobin. As if, like... <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> Wait, how do no, you dude, know he's saying, finding... He... Does he post that on Instagram, that he finds wrenches? Yeah, he posts like yeah, every ride. I don't know what he calls it, road finds or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah, like, like a thing. Like, Isn't that like a trendy thing? People like find road, shit on the road. Dude, I have never seen. I don't really look at Instagram stories. Is that like people on Instagram stories? They sit tell you what they found on the road. I I only have ever seen Tobin do it, but maybe yeah. yeah, man. Just search Instagram hashtag road finds. Probably find some mm-hmm. stuff out there. No pun Sounds intended. super interesting. Yeah, I didn't realize you were part of like what... some subculture, but yeah, I guess so. <laughs> When dude. I'm like riding and I see something, I just leave it. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna dude. Stop. dude. <laughs> if, if whatever I see on the road is worth less than $25, I'm not going to stop and pick it up. Yeah, but when are you ever going to find something that's worth more than $25? Exactly. You'd that's probably what I'm be saying, most likely dude. to find literally like $25 in cash on the road. I know. That's what I. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't stop and pick random things up off the road. What about like when you when you when you see that like iPhone on the road and then you like stop to to pick it up and it's like smashed into a million pieces. You know what I did find was I've uh, never, AirPods never case case for AirPods. I picked that up. Mm. Where'd you find, where'd you find that case? Cause I found some, I've found some random AirPods just on the road. Uh, this was in like Delaware. Uh, no. I thought I had it. <laughs> Does this still work? Uh, yeah, I think so. The like light comes on. I haven't tried charging. I just keep it in case I lose mine. You might want to figure like, out if it looks works like that's going well you, for like, you. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Looks like that's going well for you. In case yeah, you yeah, lose yours, yeah. you have that one around, eh? I can't. I'll find it eventually. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, should we actually talk about something of substance on this podcast? What okay, sure. Yeah, let's let's, let's let's hear it, Dylan. Dylan's going to talk about how he got into the Lifetime Grand Prix. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, there's a little bit of news to talk about this week. Is there not? <laughs> Um, what are we fucking uh, NBC yeah. or something? We have <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if something happens in in the world of cycling, we should probably address it, right? Uh, what do you want to talk yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about how how did you not get into the Lifetime Grand Prix, dude? Like, how well, did I they? Think n- it's pretty obvious. Like, did how bad did you f up the the application? I don't, I don't know. Understand. I wish I would have picked like send me the responses or something. Like you know, you can like there was that option. Like you're, dude, here's you're what I'm gonna say. It, Lifetime, if you're listening, you missed out on the one dude who could have dethroned Keegan Scott. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I think you would have given. I think you would have given him a run for his money. Uh, I don't know. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to disagree with that if you if you cared because here's here's the thing because the races in the grand prix are not crits like if it was a a series of crits i'd be like yeah scott's got keegan for sure but like we're talking about uh unbound and leadville and leadville sounds horrible yeah how many how many guys got into the lifetime grand prix beat keegan last year uh four did scott beat keegan yeah dude he crushed him at road world's no, dude, he, he, I mean, I think he can beat me. Yeah, oh, he did. He oh. actually came in ahead of Scott, but like Scott was in the okay. break all day. So he kind of has an excuse. Yeah. Um, also, like, I wouldn't have done it if they got, let me in. 
That's probably why. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's Dude, why they I'll didn't let bet you. you I, I'll bet you someone from Lifetime listens to this podcast and was like, "Yeah, Scott's not taking this seriously." You know what I was thinking is like, who is picking? Like, do they have a committee that picks the people? Because um, like, whenever probably. there's like with USA Cycling, whenever there's like a World Championships, this is what they say. There's like a <laughs> committee that picks it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like has nothing to do with any of the racers. Like, it's not like the director of the category or whatever. Like mm-hmm. for cross, it's like, I don't know. It's like some, or for road, it was like some committee of like old pros and stuff. Yeah. There's, but a, like, commi- for there's this, a committee. Is, is it all like, so it's supposed to be like unbiased. Like you can't have like people. Oh, that guy just doesn't well, like, that I guy. mean, he doesn't pick him. I mean, it's probably a little bit biased. Everybody's a little bit biased. Like they Which, don't do have, they, they don't the have committee? like an algorithm doing this. Like it's people picking people but do they publish who picks them like who's running this? i don't know i don't know i don't know who exactly is picking i mean i'm assuming that it's the people putting on the series but it's i the illuminati know. bro <laughs> out here Jesus. i mean it sort of is yeah yeah i don't know i i, I listened like to um amanda nauman had a podcast that she did with with some people from lifetime um mm. maybe a couple weeks ago and oh daniel told us about it so i listened to it after daniel talked about it and they were talking about like the committee of people who select mm-hmm. the athletes they didn't say who it was but they were talking about like yeah. a panel of people who do it yeah gotcha okay but wouldn't you want that to be like like people that know what the fuck they're talking about like if i <laughs> like for cross worlds like i don't know i wouldn't want some I don't know. There's probably certain people I would want to like be on that committee as opposed to, I don't know, some can't think like a track coach. Like I don't want a track coach out there deciding like who's going to cross worlds or mountain bike worlds. You know what I'm saying? Dude, are you suggesting that people at Lifetime don't know what they're talking about? (laughs) Well, if you can't even define the spirit of gravel, then how are you picking the right people to keep the spirit of gravel alive? Well, some would say that Lifetime is killing the spirit of gravel, so... Scott, I think you would have done really well because you can drop like what five of your worst seven results this year. What is that? What is the rules again? <laughs> it's it's the other way around. It's like the oh. five your your five best races, and then you can drop two of them. Gotcha. If if you were to do all seven, obviously, if you don't do all seven, you can't drop two. But um, I don't know. Does that really then choose like who the best all around cyclist is, or it's just kind of like yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think that last year it was so it's basically the same as one. this year, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I because had, of the wild, yeah. because of the wild card event, um, it's basically the same. Yeah, wild card event. What the hell is that? <laughs> exactly as it sounds. Do you know what the definition of wild card is? <laughs> you like not know what it is until you show up and you have to like randomly pick a bike to bring or something. Dude, that would be good. That would be good if they just had like they were like the wild card event will take place in this location and you have no idea what bike you need for it, what the course will be. It may be gravel, it may be mountain bike, it may be road, it may be, you know, BMX. Like you'll just see when we uh the gun goes off. Dude, Dude I can't tell if you would be gravel. That is genius. I can't tell if you would be stoked on that, Dylan, or if you would be would totally hate, like, no, dude, yeah. That's everything. <laughs> I, I, I like to have the perfect bike for whatever race it is. I would Dylan would that. show up with, with his, his drop bar, hardtail with a gravel fork and a mountain bike front tire and a gravel rear tire and <laughs> his aero helmet and a skin suit and road shoes. And then it's just yeah. like a Am fucking I wrong? A dairy land. Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean so uh, did you look at did you look at the list of people who got in yeah like they all i saw all the cyclocrossers that were on there so apparently yeah the fields are going to be light next year for cross racing scott stick around (laughs) i'm retired (laughs) i'm done dude everyone's retiring from cross man maybe maybe drew will actually have a chance at uh, winning nationals (laughs) next year I don't know. He's uh, he said he's only doing local cross, so maybe that means he's only doing nationals. But he said didn't he say, didn't he say cross. nationals? Convenient cross. Didn't yeah, he say yeah. nationals is going to Louisville? It is. Yeah. Yeah. That's why yeah. he said he's going to do it because it's yeah. local, dude. Perfect, man. It's like in his hometown, and you know, no one's racing cross anymore, dude. Just in time for Mark to beat him too. Wouldn't that be savage? Like the one Mark, year, <laughs> Mark Miles. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, dude. <laughs> 
You guys didn't talk about why Drew's not on the podcast, right? I don't know if we should talk about that. We can just move on. No, he's traveling. Yeah, no, he's he's, he's traveling on. to Europe. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so I've got the list of all the riders pulled up. Um, do you want me to read them? Or like, what, no, you no. We, if, we don't need, okay, we don't need to read them. I just looked at it. Well, I just, like, I don't know if I was just going to be, like, because I looked at them, and I didn't know if I was just going to be talking about people you had no idea who was on there. But I was just going to say that, like, it's a lot of the same people as last year, but um, I, w- I was just going to say, pick out some people that I thought were new additions that could maybe, like, upset, like, the people from last year. So can you help me, before you jump into that, what was the what was the application like? Scott said he just entered one-word answers, but I'm assuming that it was just more <laughs> oh, than Yeah, that. that's why he didn't make it in. I mean, <laughs> I mean they have so they have a thing where you connect your Athlinks account. Okay. Uh, I also probably, didn't do this. You you didn't do the Athlinks thing? That's no, like I the, like tried to do it and it was like none of my results came up. And I'm like, I'm not gonna waste like a half an hour of my time going through and adding manually adding all my okay. results because I don't yeah, care. I mean like I, I, I was yeah, it's a it, funny I, joke, but like I really don't. I, I mean, I would hope that the people from Lifetime know who you are, but if they didn't know who you are, then they would have no reason to pick you. Obviously, if you didn't even fill out the Athlinks. Um, yeah, you connect your Athlinks account, and Athlinks is like has a bunch of results. Uh, like it's got all the results from the Lifetime races, and it's got results from BWR races, and it's got results from other other races. Obviously. Not every single race uses Athlinks, but um, so that's kind of like how you can show what your results are. And then I think they ask you some other questions like, what's your result that you're the most proud of because of performance? What's the result that you're the most proud of because of integrity? And then it's like set, asks a question about what U.S. cycling fandom means to you or something and then how you're going to help U.S. cycling fandom. Uh, yeah, kind Scott's of answer for that was a lot. um so i don't know how heavily they weight those like essay questions you know um like do they care to write an essay well kind of i mean you know it's like uh you know dylan did you what extent did you did you uh, like add to to those questions like did you write out long answers no, it was like it was like a short paragraph for each one. I don't think I wrote more than okay. four sentences for any question. How much do you, you know, know who I write? am? Yeah, that's that's it. Here's Sounds my right. YouTube following. <laughs> do you know who I, I am? I actually did. I actually like they were they asked about the the for the question that's like what's your what's your proudest result based off of integrity and why? <laughs> I just linked them to a YouTube video that I made about Unbound. Oh, I thought you were going to say so. my YouTube channel. <laughs> no, I mean I linked them. I linked them to a specific video about a specific race. <laughs> okay, so you made you gave them homework to do. How nice of you. Yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's really terrible homework. They have to watch it. Yeah, so, video. so they're so you mentioned so yeah, there are nineteen returnees from this year. Yeah. Um. You wait nineteen for the men because there's definitely more than yeah. that total. Yeah, nineteen for the men. I, I didn't add the women's yet. Let me do that. Okay, it's um, I gotta pull the list from this year because I don't I don't know all of them. You you just counted that? You just counted nineteen returnees off the top yeah. of your head? Okay. No, I'm well. looking at the list right here. <laughs> all but right, I, all right, I, I know all the men that were in it this year. I don't know all the women that were in it this year. Like there were some names this year mm-hmm. that I didn't know. Um, gotcha. All right, so. I was just gonna say that like there's there's some there's more international riders than there were last year there's some international riders that i don't know who they are but i looked them up and they look super fast like multiple time australian national champion some dude from switzerland who's like apparently really fast um i don't i have no idea how what those guys how how quick those guys are um the dude that i think has a chance of upsetting keegan is potentially matt beers um I, th- I don't think Matt Beers is going to do as well returning like Leadville. By the way, okay, gotcha. Uh, I don't think Matt Beers will do as well at a race like Leadville, but I think Matt Beers could win Unbound. So, w- and why do you think he won't do as good at Leadville? Just because the altitude? Well, he did Leadville last year and he got like seventh place. 
Yeah, I know, but, but if he's doing the series this year, I would imagine that he's going to, like, come out and acclimate. Like, he just came in ta- into town and, like, did yeah. like that last year. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll do le- do better at Leadville this year just because he has experience. And if he acclimates, then, yeah. Um, I just, uh, dude, Matt Beers is, is a big guy. Uh, I just think that Keegan's a better climber than him. And, I, dude, I could be wrong. I mean, Matt Beers could totally blow us blow us away at leadville i just think that keegan is like the king of leadville at this point his performance this year was insane yeah but um, with with two throwaway races it's kind of like whatever if he has one bad race it doesn't matter i mean yeah you're right you're 100 percent right but that's what i'm saying i think that matt beers has the potential to upset keegan i think matt beers has the potential to win a race like unbound um and then he's a mountain biker like he'll probably do great at sea otter he'll probably do good at schwam again probably do good at big sugar like i i think he has the potential to like really turn heads at pretty much every single one of these races um, so so i'm gonna throw out two names one okay. is a return name the other is a new name who i think can upset keegan this year um all right first one howie howie's like sort of back i mean he's like who is how train howard grass yeah uh, um, yeah, but if he trains okay, to get Howard, back to the level he used to be at, dude, here's the thing about I like I, that's not a terrible pick. But here's the thing about Howard: he, Howard Grotz could win Leadville, no doubt. Uh, Grotz could possibly win Crusher, sea Otter, sea Otter, Crusher. Yeah, Crusher, Sea Otter. Yeah, I mean there are there are races in here that are very good for him. There are also races in here that are terrible for him like unbound and i would say big sugar is not great for him either yeah i mean i don't know big sugar i mean you could do well at big sugar um i mean yeah uh right up his alley i i don't know it's just a name yeah. that i think like he surprised me this year he sort of came out of retirement mm-hmm. and had some good races he was like climbing with keegan most of of crusher um he had a pretty decent race yeah at I, he, he could he could win crusher and he could win leadville easily if he's in good shape, easily. Yeah. So the other name, Scott, you listening? I'm listening. No, dude. Scott's I checking think, his Instagram. Dude, I, I think I think Bruner could have a pretty good series. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Bruner's going to be up there, for sure. Um, yeah. I don't Especially, I don't know. like, like if, he's, if he's focusing on the series. Like, he's done, uh, <laughs> like, he had, a, he had a really good race at uh, BWR San Diego this year, and mm-hmm. he's had, like, you know, he raced really well at mountain bike nationals. Like he's had some really good mountain bike and gravel results. He's good at everything. And that was like, he was like, I know, like, that's what I'm saying. Like that was like without even really caring mm-hmm. about those races that much. Like cross was still his main yeah. focus and I'm sure cross will still be his main yeah. focus, but like, I would bet he's going to put more emphasis on the, you know, summer series. Yeah. So yeah, what do you, what do you, do you have any idea what his endurance is like? Like just thinking about a race like unbound. Because I don't know. I honestly don't know if like if he's got the power to go all day or if he doesn't. I mean, who cares? He just maybe does, maybe he doesn't even go to Unbound. <laughs> yeah, Scott. Maybe. I feel like you know Eric probably the best. What do you yeah, know? but I don't know his endurance. I mean, <laughs> I'll like, hang out with him all the time. <laughs> you, you guys don't measure your endurance when you're hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like Unbound, like Keegan. They, people said Keegan didn't have endurance, right? Who said Keegan doesn't have endurance? Last year, at, before the series, everyone was like, yeah. oh, Keegan's like a mountain biker. They did biker. say that. Yeah. Well, like, I could see... Like, he'd never done any... Sa- Dude, people thinking, people thinking that mountain bikers can't do gravel, they need a, like... I don't know what... Uh, they're wrong. Like, of course a mountain biker can do gravel. I think it's actually harder for a gravel specialist to do mountain biking than it is the other way around. And honestly, last, yeah. last year's Lifetime Grand Prix showed that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Anyone who thought that Keegan didn't have endurance is like, what are you, like, what world? Yeah. Do you so, live on? so like Dylan. So I know like you you've brought up Unbound a few times, but like because the series is weighted equally, like it really doesn't matter. Sure. Like if you don't, have yeah, a, you're right. If you, if you can't right. race well at Unbound, like that is that is one of the outlier events. Yeah, you're right. You're right for sure. He'll probably um, be fine at Unbound. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. What I'm. What I'm saying is I just don't know what his. I mean, he did well at bwr san diego and bwr san diego is like a six and a half hour race so yeah and the guy yeah, who won I mean, it, it, does like fucking beach races doesn't he he does he does what <laughs> beach, beach racing beach races 
<laughs> what beach is races that? aren't that long either. No, they're not that it's long. Like, it's, it's like, like where, a you race race on, where you race yeah. on a beach and like, you yeah. know. Freaking... You have like a, gr- a gravel bike with big balloon tires. It's really big in the Netherlands. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It's it's crazy. You should look it up, Adam. Dude, the guy who won <laughs> Unbound this year was like the... the were shitting with me. Dude, you don't... You've never heard of beach racing, man? <laughs> never. I've, I've never heard of beach racing. Dude, the guy... So, okay, ever. the guy who won... Evar Slick, who won Unbound this year, is the beach racing... Was... I don't know if he still is, but was the beach racing European champion. I can't believe Scott cares more about beach racing than he does single-speed cyclocross nationals. Well, who said that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> honestly... You with beach racing at the top was. of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, winning... <laughs> Winning like beach racing European champs is probably harder than winning single speed cyclocross nationals. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah, I mean, hella hard. I watched. I watched the single speed race. It was. It was. It was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I just think like people shouldn't take it so seriously. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think your um, pick. I, I think your pick of Maddie Beers is a good one, and I think like the when it comes to the Grand Prix, like the fact that you can drop two races like is mm-hmm. a game changer because you could just show like. Matt Beers didn't perform at Leadville, but he could just skip anything at altitude. Uh, also, bet on that. also seventh place is not not performing. He just didn't beat Keegan, <laughs> right? Um, like, I mean, Keegan, I, and, Keegan and what did I will, also what I will win say, by like twenty minutes, though. So, like, that, I mean, yeah, Keegan yeah, yeah. smoked everybody. <laughs> what 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 I will say is that if you ask me to bet on the series right now. Like put money down on who's which is what win. people put, should be doing. If you're out there listening, somebody, I, I, I would, somebody, dude, started. I would, I would put my money on Keegan. I'd put my money on Keegan. Like a hundred percent, I would put my money on Keegan. But what I am saying is that of the newcomers, I'm the most excited to see what Matt Beers can do. So there, there is one guy that I know he's hundred percent probably not listening, but who would be disappointed to hear <laughs> us talking about this and leave him off? Um, Alexi had a good year and. He could be another guy. Yeah. Maybe not yeah. dethrone Keegan as far as beating him, but like if Keegan has a couple bad races, like Lexi was super solid all year. Sure. I mean, I was just talking about newcomers, but if you want to talk about people who did the series last year, I mean, I guess Grotz no, did the we, series we, last we year. We can, too. we can move. Yeah. We, we can move on. Do you have any, any thoughts on the women? Yes, Are I there do. Any new so, women that, that stand out? So last year, Lauren DiCrescenzo, which is, She's arguably the the fastest woman gravel racer in the U.S. right now. I don't even think it's arguable. I think it's like, I mean, um, well, it is arguable. It is arguable. But she is she's for sure like at the at the peak of women's gravel right now. She didn't do the series last year. And her reasoning for not doing the series last year was that she didn't want to do mountain bike racing because she I, I don't know if this is she, she seems to struggle with technical handling even in gravel races um and i don't think she has a lot of mountain bike race experience at all maybe she's never even raced a mountain bike i honestly don't know but um she's in the series this year and she is she's a huge threat um like she's won unbound uh she's won a lot of other huge gravel races so and and a lot of these mountain bike races in the series are not technical um she might she might think they're technical if she's got no mountain bike experience, but like, you know, I, I, I think if you are, are proficient at riding a gravel bike, you can make it through any one of these mountain bike races in the series. So hmm. that's my, that's like, if there's uh if there's somebody to shake things up in the women's race, that's who I'm going for. What happened okay. to Sophia last year? Did she just skip a couple races at the, cause I know she came out, and won like the first two races, but she, I yeah. kind of lost track there. She had a bad race at Leadville. In fact, I, I think mm-hmm. she actually DNF Leadville cause she gave her wheel to, uh, Russell Russell. Right. But yeah, she was yeah. already having a bad race. And yeah, I mean, I think she just had, she had an amazing race at unbound obviously. And, um, I, I don't really know. I mean, I don't think she was able to repeat that unbound performance the rest of the year. Is it legal to give your wheel to somebody? I don't, I mean, technically they're teammates, so maybe that maybe that's the stipulation. So I think the I think the rules in Leadville are that you can you can take outside you can take support um, from riders within the race at any point in time, but you can only take outside support within the feed zones. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like Russell was like Russell flatted like halfway down <laughs> this like down Columbine descent. 
So he would have had to like run downhill for like seven miles. He already to get, had to, get, to run get, downhill a lot. <laughs> yeah, as it to, is. to get back to the feed zone. So yeah, and I don't know. Somehow he still came back in like top ten or something. Yeah, um, I think he got tenth or ninth or something. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, he would have had a he would have had a a really good day had that not happened to him. Yeah. Um, uh, so a couple other f- female names that I thought stood out. Um, this Sarah Max chick, she won one of the one of the big gravel races last year. Um, and I think she's like an underdog. Sounds like um, mm-hmm. she's super strong. And Raylan Us, another cyclocrosser coming over to the dark side. Um, mm-hmm. She 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 won some mountain bike races. I think a couple years ago. So she knows how to mountain bike. Okay. Yeah. Like long mountain bike races. Like she won Lutzen. Lutzen, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. She won another mountain bike race. They like the their their team. I think in 2021 did like a little mountain bike campaign in the summertime and she won like three or four like endurance mountain bike races. So, um, not yeah. big fields or anything, but I mean, showed that she at least knows how to handle a mountain bike, which I mean, she rides rates race cross. So like, obviously she does for sure. Yeah. Um, Sweet. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that any of the women stand out to me as like a odds on favorite. So that mm. should be fun. Yeah. Yeah, should be fun. I mean, honestly, last year the the following the women's series was way more interesting than the men's series because like Keegan, it was like clear that Keegan was going to win after two races. Whereas the women's yeah. series, it was like not clear at all. Um, so yeah, which ho- ho- hopefully, hopefully, like uh, it'll be you know it'll be a little bit more back and forth in the men's series this year. Uh, but we'll see. Should just start Keegan with like a five minute deficit at every race. <laughs> yeah what's the deal with like so here here is my maybe there's another podcast for this but like here's my gripe with the lifetime grand prix is like you have all these people that Dude, get that in. is the podcast for this man oh perfect talk okay. about your well, gripes <laughs> well you have the people that get in and then you have people like halfway through or after two races are like yeah i'm good and they just peace out like that's like why would you not I don't know. It seems I understand that they're like you want to narrow it down, but like for those people to just be like just peace out yeah. after two races, three races, like well, I'm, I don't know if that's a gripe with the lifetime Grand Prix or a gripe with those people. I mean, you can't make people do something. You know what I mean? I mean, I just wish they yeah, weren't. So, soft. I mean, I would say I I would say like that gripe with the Grand Prix could be that a couple of those racers, I think are returnees for this for next year. So that's a, maybe hmm. a little frustrating. Are you well, saying I mean, just like somebody who DNF the Grand Prix last year, like they probably shouldn't be in the Grand Prix this year? Dude, out forever. I mean, uh, like, I, I guess mean, it's if one you're thing like, if you're, like, if you're, if you're out something because of like an injury, it, right? but yeah. 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 But I mean, like if yeah. there's people that, I don't know, say for, I don't know, I don't know, pick, pick anybody that didn't get in. Uh, like a Scott McGill, for example, Scott, just cause you're here, we're putting you on the spot, <laughs> but like, dude, if Scott rocked up and, and like got, if he won every race, but he wasn't in the lifetime grand prix, like he's not winning yeah. any money from that. So like, w- does that yeah. make him just because he's not in this club? I think it's maybe the exclusivity I, of it. That's kind of annoying. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll tell you what would, <laughs> what would be super embarrassing is if, something like that happened where somebody who wasn't in the grand prix was winning a lot of these races that would be embarrassing i i think that the only race last year where somebody who who wasn't in the grand prix won was the men's race at unbound and that's it every other race every other race it was somebody in the grand prix who won so yeah i mean i guess like if you drop out like why don't they just do like next i don't know that's it's kind of hard right because you're trying to create like an application process and like stories to follow. And if, if someone drops out and you just bring up the next person, well, here's the thing about bringing up the next person is like the series is already started. Maybe that maybe the next person didn't do the first race because you know, they weren't in the series. I don't know. It's true. Yeah. It's impossible to solve, but like, obviously there's, there's certain reasons notwithstanding that people drop out, but like, sure. I know just like, uh, I don't like it. I'm not doing it anymore. It's kind of, soft (laughs) yeah there were a number of people like that last year who were like and i mean you know every like some of them had good reasons some of them had bad reasons but you know so so i mean that's part of why they make the last 
race mandatory. Like if you if you want to mm-hmm. complete the series, you have to go to the last race because they talked about this on Amanda's podcast. And even like Kimo, who's who's like the CEO of of Lifetime, he even said like if you're twenty fifth place going into the last race, like there's really not a lot of incentive for you to show up because like you have no chance yeah. at winning any money. So like right. they make the last race mandatory because it's like that's a, that's your only incentive. If you want to if you want to finish the season yeah. and be on the series like standings, you got to show up for that last race. Yeah, it makes sense. As it was, e- even w- even with making the last race mandatory, I think the last race had the fewest lifetime Grand Prix participants. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, I think pr- probably pretty close to it. Yeah, um, yeah. I think there were only one or two guys who showed up who were already like out of the series, but like you know who, mm-hmm. who were basically disqualified because they didn't have enough race starts, but sure. still showed up for the last race. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, anybody, anything else on Grand Prix? Wild- yeah, what's this wild card event going to be? I mean, I know they haven't announced it, but so yeah, so we were, I thought it was we interesting. Were speculating so, so, about that, yeah. So we we were speculating. We were pretty confident that there was like one event that they knew or that you know that we thought it was going to be. But they they said that they're they were still deciding between. I think he said three events. They're still deciding. They don't even know what it is yet. <laughs> That's why they're holding As it of back. Whenever that they, podcast, digging their shit together soon enough. <laughs> It's not some surprise. Dude, I, like, why wouldn't they just announce it? What do you? Yeah. Like, what do you? What's the point of holding? So, it back? what are the three that they're deciding on? The Rad, Lutzen, and Cyclocross like Nationals. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, they didn't say what. Is... <laughs> they didn't say which three they were deciding between. They just said they they were still three. Okay, okay, that, gotcha. All yeah. right, well, um, we'll just have to see. I mean, I there guess. are some that are like automatically like uh, not in the running. So. Silver Rush 50s the day after crushing the Tusher, so that one's out. Um, That's perfect, man. Double, <laughs> d- double weekend. Barn Burners the same day as Schwamigan, that one's out. Austin Rattlers yeah. after B- Big Sugar, so that one's out. Uh, so, like, I don't know, Leadville Stage Race, like, are they going to throw a stage race in there? I oh, doubt that'd it. That'd be like, terrible. Please don't do that. They <laughs> yeah. should do that. So, Tahoe Trail, that's a week after Crusher. That'd be kind of a quick turnaround. So that's yeah. why we were thinking like the Rad or possibly Lutzen. Um but I don't I even know. Like, like I want them to do Lutzen. If is I, that if already a lifetime event? event? Yeah, it's, it's a in Minnesota. Event. Dude, Scott, mm-hmm. you don't know what Lutzen is, man? Come on. No, what is it? <laughs> East Coast Elite, bro. <laughs> it's honestly embarrassing, man. You don't even know what Lutzen is. What is that? I mean, I don't even know if you deserve my explanation. If you don't know what you it don't is. even know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's a mountain bike race adam's done it right yeah i did it this year yeah it's um a, is it 100k 100k or 100 mile 100 miles yeah it's 100 miles 100 miles mostly on like two track and um like snowmobile trails it was actually it's like at really, the resort right brutal is that the re- yeah the ski resort um yeah it was yeah, yeah. it was like really hard it was rough yeah so yeah i don't know that would be that would that would be dope i want them to do lutzen but we'll see. Um, all right. Is that enough Lifetime Grand Prix talk? I feel like it is. I don't know. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, I think that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Scott, so I was going to ask you, and maybe you guys too, have you guys been following that uh, National Cycling League thing that's that's launching this year, the NCL? Yeah. Did we talk about that before, Scott, like on, on here? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't remember what I talk about on here versus what I talk about in normal life. You know I mean, dude, I mean? yeah, he yeah. does like he does like three podcasts a week. So how yeah. remember? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't so know. It seems like it's building. League, it seems like it's, it's like some four structure. races, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like it's, four, it's races. four races. What There's isn't it like a race? Isn't it like yeah, Miami? I have the Miami, Atlanta, Denver, and Washington D.C. That's a, okay. Four races is like hardly a series. Like this year, it's four, and I think it's going to be like twelve the next year. Yeah, well, that's always what they say. Yeah. All so right. aren't they? So are they doing like a? It's like a missing out style, yeah. Or like they're doing? They're trying to make it like track cycling, but on for crits. Yeah, it's What's like a points deal? points thing. Yeah. And so then, men and women race at the same time. What? what? No. Oh, I don't know. That's 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 what I thought. They said like men and women are on the same team and and they make it so that the they're on the same team, but they the don't. Same. They have two. There's two different races, and it's just oh, like okay. combined points between your men and your women. And whoever has the most points at the end of the series gets a yeah. million dollars. Wow, 
a million and dollars. And that's it? And second place gets nothing? Uh, I be- oh, there's going to be money for each race, I think. Is that like a million dollars split between the team? Yeah. So and how, ma- and how, many, how many people are on the team? I don't know. Maybe like eight. That's, eight men, eight women. No, it's probably more than like that. 50 grand each. Six so riders. So you're looking at six? Six riders. Yeah. Six men okay, so and six women? Or are you talking much? six total? I don't know. It just says six riders. NCL teams will be made up of six riders competing for every lap. At I bet you the teams gas. will be like eight, and then there's two extras in case you know. All right, so yeah, we're I like, think, I think that makes sense. We're talking. I mean, depending on how big the team is, we're talking about like between a hundred thousand and two hundred thousand somewhere. But well, I'm sure that. like yeah, staff so and stuff are getting paid too. Your hourly rate blows the lifetime out of the water. <laughs> These crits can only be 160 or 90 well, minutes dude, for them. Dude, if, you, fucking if you win the Lifetime Grand Prix, you only get uh, 25, 25 grand. 25, 25 grand. Yeah. You spent, to get to all the races, you spent <laughs> at least 25 grand. Yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, hold on. Do you hold on for for this? Do you okay related to NCL and for the gravel races? If you're in the Grand Prix, do you have to pay to enter the race too? So last year you had to pay. This year they're covering the entry fees, which is oh, how gracious. Dope. And now the prize purse is what only 10k for first. Wait, what? Are they taking that out of the <laughs> prize purse? <laughs> Surprise, surprisingly, no. But but here here is the caveat. It's the same prize purse, but they added five competitors. So. And they added an event, you know, so you had like you and have to theoretically go to another race. So it's really downgrading itself. Yeah, yeah, it's on its way down already. So I so <laughs> how much how much investment is in this NCL thing? Because it, it's like millions of dollars from like NFL seven, or seven basketball. And a half million. Million. They made a real. They made a real seven and a half million dollars. They have. Holy crap. So aren't they? I this seems like a good place Dude. to spout rumors that are Dude, unfounded. We need to get but, Reggie Miller to <laughs> to give us some money for the Grand Prix. What the heck? Just get Legion to share. He's, he's, in, he's, in, in. he's into gravel, is he not? Reggie Miller. He's, he's in, into mountain he's biking. He's into bikes. Oh, he's into mountain biking. Yeah, because that's actually fun. <laughs> well, mountain bike races are part of the Grand Prix. <laughs> All right, hold on. Why, why, is there a basket, why is there a basketball player investing in bike racing? Dude, no, no, no. You missed it. There's like, <laughs> Who cares? There's like three There's three NBA players and a couple NFL players all investing in the NCL. Why? Why do they care enough? about bike racing? I, maybe they the think they can make thing, money man. out of it. Hmm. Like, do they think that this investment is going to make them money in the future? I don't know. Maybe yeah. they're just like, oh, NFL, NCL, like it's got the same type of act. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, I mean they, are they you the seven... intelligence of professional athletes? Scott, I mean, right dude, now? these these guys made their money like playing like ball sports. Well, they didn't make their money by like making smart investments, right? Yeah, but okay, but the, the, they've raised seven and a half million bucks, and they've got like eight superstar investors. Like, I mean. They're each putting yeah, so in like really not that much a little bit of money for them. Like yeah. it, they they can afford to yeah, lose a million no, bucks no, in investment. I mean, for sure they can they can afford to lose this money. I'm just I just it blows my mind that a football player or a basketball player cares at all about cycling. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe they don't. They're, they're probably cycling enthusiasts now. I mean, you know, it also says Bachelorette it. Rachel Lindsay. I don't know who that is, but she's also an investor. Bachelorette. You guys don't watch that show? Like from the show? Dude, you don't oh, watch the show. Scott, dude, you don't watch The Bachelorette? Man. No, I've, I've heard of it. <laughs> Is that the one? That's the one where there's one one girl and a bunch of dudes? Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then The Bachelorette is bachelor, the, the other way the around. Name. There's one dude and a okay. bunch of girls. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you got this guy. I forget which one it was. I think this guy. This guy's name is Paris Wallace. Dude, you don't even... And talking Guys, about investing, I'm in. Mm. So yeah. yeah. Well, so so here here's what I thought was funny. This is a funny takeaway from from the article. So they talk about how they're tapping into the global bicycle market that's projected to grow to one one point no 127.83 billion dollars. So 128 billion dollars by 2029. Later yeah. <laughs> later in the article, they reference pickleball, which by what? 2025 is projected to be 254 billion dollars. So double double the marketplace that that uh, cycling has. Pickleball? I don't even yeah, know what pickleball, pickleball shit, is. It's on ESPN and shit. Dude. Pickle, dude. Sometimes I, I mean, I don't even like 
watch ESPN, but if I happen to be in a place that's playing ESPN and they have some random sport that I've never heard of, it just, it, I guess it just goes to show how little people care about cycling. That like Dude, yeah, ball. So that's that's what was hilarious. So like they like they were they were kind of like exploiting the fact that these like NFL guys and NBA guys in this Rachel chick um were, were investing in the NCL and then they get down to pickleball and it's like LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and like people that actually like matter, um like like big names that I'd mm. actually heard of that were investing in pickleball. So I mean what you're telling like, me is that come on. So so it's like a trend right now for celebrity uh, athletes to invest in like sports that no one cares about. Is what you're telling me, <laughs> dude? Apparently, yes. two times the number of people care. Thing. Dude, actually, think about think about how much it costs to like buy pickleball equipment compared I to like. Don't a bike. even know what pickleball equipment is, man. Pickleball it's a it's, like, it's basically tennis, tennis, but with like it's tennis, but like you use a racket. That's like wood in a ball that's like made of plastic or something. Okay, it's pretty much tennis. So what you're te- what you're saying is it's less <laughs> money to invest in pickleball equipment. Way less. Than so it is so if, if it's yes. if it's yeah, if the, if the industry is worth is going to be worth twice the cycling industry, that means there must be like a hundred times the number of participants playing pickleball. Than yeah, cyclists. that's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Isn't it like the fastest growing sport in the U.S.? What? They, yeah, they they talk pickleball. about that in here. Yeah, there's a there's a major league. Why of pickleball, dude? I retired at the right time. Look, I would I would training. love I would love to see <laughs> cycling. I would love to see cycling grow, obviously. But why are they projecting that there's going to be this crazy growth in the next couple of years? Like, is there a reason for that that they think that's going to happen? They they don't I mean, they don't do reference think, like, what st- the, current, the stock market works. I was just going to say us. like, I, how do you think like <laughs> you, like you you talk I, uh, yeah. Because yeah, I clearly know. Uh, I mean, dude, like you, you pump it up, right? Like you get like these stars investing in something. Like they're trying to get back money on their investment. So the more people that show up to races and tune in and mm-hmm. all that, like it pays off for them in the long run. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's awesome. I like. I I think cycling deserves to have something like this, like the NCL or whatever they're trying to build um, to try and get more people, more fans involved. I think the NCL has a better chance at doing that than the Lifetime Grand Prix just because the events are going to be much easier to tune into. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah I mean, it, sure. it is I mean, just and like... They're in, it, major, they're in major cities, right? Like yeah. It's, it's easier helps. to get people out to watch. And that's what they're trying to do here. And, and I think it's kind of cool. So so they're they're creating this thing where like they're going to have different teams in every city. So they're trying to get it to where like, you know, Kevin Durant's like, yo, I want to I want to be part of the Miami Flames you know, I want to I want to buy the Miami yeah. Flames cycling team for you know. Isn't that what grand. Legion's doing dude, already, dude? We need to get. I, that's what I, I don't quite understand. I think Legion's sort of trying to do their own parallel path thing. That's like bumping shoulders with with the NCL, but I, I don't know the details there. I know Legion is doing that. Like Legion's got their like Miami Blazers or something like that team, yeah, and then they they're doing the Blazers, like a New York they team got or something. Legion, they got a yeah. team out of Texas now, but I, I don't know so, how like that's going to work with within some kind of league. Like I, I think they're just participating in the races, just like any other, you know, any other. I team. mean, I think that like the, the thing that could like, this could be a really good thing for cycling in general, but it's like, is that going to go to what I fear is you have a bunch of people that are just throwing money at something when it could go to support stuff that already exists or if they do it the wrong way, like it's cool to have races in major markets, but if they've got, I don't know, like fucking Tony Romo trying to comment on cycling. Like you have to get people that know what, like what's actually happening to explain and are like good commentators to, to talk about this stuff. If it's going to be broadcast and like try to grow it, you know? Sure. I don't know. Get some people in there and know what they're doing. Yeah. I guess. I I agree. Yeah. Scott, you got anything else to add? (laughs) No. Scott's, Scott's always got the last word. (laughs) Scott, is that uh, is that human powered health? Are they coming to do the uh, the NCL? I don't believe so. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. But uh, like, it's going to be interesting because they only have two teams, right? <laughs> so then they're going to have to invite other teams. Who gets to invited? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or so else did, you're going to have a race Drew, with like sixteen people. Yeah, isn't I thought Drew's t- Roadhouse team was like invited to the first race down in Miami. It'd be a question for him. Yeah, I guess he's not yeah. here. I don't know. Drew's, yeah. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have time for listener questions or what? Or should we wrap it? Dude, I mean, it's already an hour. Dude, I got a ton of listener questions too. I didn't think we'd have anything Dang. to talk about. So I like, I like, well, we're not going to have anything to talk about people. We're, we're not going to have anything to talk about next week, right? There's nothing, there's nothing going on in cycling next week. Is there? Chris, please do a podcast next week. Whatever Santa brought me. <laughs> Are we taking a break next week for Christmas? Man, Dizzle goes to Dizzle goes to Europe. Probably the busiest time in cyclocross, and you guys are like, "There's nothing happening." Well, if if he, if he wants to, dude, if he wants to get on the podcast, like we will more than welcome welcome him. But he says he's done podcasting. Man, you guys burned him out. Yeah, yeah some uh, someone burned him out. <laughs> you could say that. Um, I mean, yeah, I got a ton of listener questions. So, like, I don't know. I mean, we either like do all of them or just save it for next week no no we'll save it for next week yeah, yeah just wrap S- send okay. in, we're, we're gonna have a listener question episode next week send in your questions we'll rapid fire how you want to come back on for the listener show sure if you'll have yeah me. man if i've contributed dude, I, dude we don't have we don't have drew anymore so we need we need you you're uh, you're the drew replacement who knows what drew drew like quit <sighs> quit That's social media bar. for a while and then he came back on i mean that's he's that's probably true. listening right now and he's 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 got so much fomo <laughs> Dude, I, for sure always for, do these like social media like oh i deleted the app off my phone like like fast you know what, or whatever i'm like what, you what, know you know what's the best is when people you know what's the best is when people post on social media about how they're not going to use social media it's like hey yeah. if you don't want to use social media you don't have to use it you just get off <laughs> well and then they delete the app yeah, after no one's like three days it. when they've tallied up their likes but then they still have their account like they just delete yeah. the app off their phone, and then the, you know, then you'll probably see them on their laptop, like getting on Instagram <laughs> on the laptop. Dude, you know what? You know what Adam Roberge did this past week is he he had a post that was like, "This is you know, if you want to know why I unfollowed you or something," and I was like, "What?" So I I go to his account and he is following zero people. He unfollowed everyone that he <laughs> follows. Is he but, like Kentucky Fried Chicken? Like follows eleven people. No, he follows Hunter? zero. He follows zero people. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Well, is that supposed so to hurt what, what happens? Or like, what happens no, when, you, <laughs> when you open the app? Like you just see pictures of yourself? Yeah. So on on the yes. backwards on the backwards had Dylan account. I follow <laughs> zero people, and it is just your posts on your on your feed. <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> no wonder he, he up his hat size. <laughs> up his hat size. Yeah, what's a little snap on the back? I extend out one. Yeah, I, I, I think that Adam Robert is just doing it because he doesn't want to be addicted to his phone. And like, if he if he's got a feed of things to look at, like, because obviously he can't delete his Instagram account because of his sponsors. You know what I'm saying? Mm. This is unrelated to to Instagram, but I feel like I just need to address this to get to get closure. Uh, All right, dude. The most savage comment that it didn't it hit me later. Uh, Dylan was after the first day of NCGP. I'm like mm-hmm. in the parking lot chatting with people and Dylan rolls by and he's like, Hey man, what's going on? I'm like, how oh, it's, it's going pretty good. And he's like, you were racing today. And that just cut me <laughs> so deep. <laughs> Whether you intended it to or not. I didn't intend it. I was savage. I didn't intend it to be like that. I'm sorry, man. That's all right. It was, I just, was I just well honestly, played. I just honestly didn't know that you were racing, which yeah, well, I guess I should have considering that I just watched the race. You need to follow me on social media, I guess. No, I'll, no I'll, dude, I'll follow you right. I'll follow you right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it was. It, you know what? It it hurt, but I think it was needed. It was needed. Was that was that what sent you the over over the edge to uh, retire? No, no, it was not. It was just uh, I think confirmation that I was in, heading in the right direction. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm. Uh, you're welcome, or I'm sorry. Yes, you're probably, I, I we didn't even get to talk about. <laughs> we were going to talk about your. Uh, you put like your budget out there for the year, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But what? we can save that. We can talk about that another time. Yeah, yeah. Retirement's not going anywhere, means. right? I don't even know what that means. So, so I, uh, I've been I've been tracking my expenses just mm-hmm. as a caveat of like how many races I've done, how much I paid, and like registration, airfare, lodging, all the stuff. Yeah. And like <clears throat> put it put it out there to do like a deep dive on like what goes into all of that. Mm-hmm. Got some 
got a lot of feedback on uh, on just like posting the budget. So basically, it took me like for the last five seasons, it was something like almost thirty five k for racing domestically and internationally. And so you're saying yeah. you lost thirty five k? I'm saying I spent thirty five k. Right. Yeah. But you didn't make that yeah, money. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you, yeah, clearly you did not follow the cycle crossing to know that I did not make that money back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, so dude, we were, I, we were talking about this with the Grand Prix. Um, like Alexi was talking about how, you know, he won 20 grand getting second place in the Grand Prix, but he thinks that he spent 40 grand, like just doing the yeah. Grand Prix. Well, he should have kept track like Tyler and he would have known what he spent. I mean, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> now alexi alexi is for sure making money off of this because his sponsors are paying him way more yeah, than yeah, that yeah, but yeah, yeah. but what he's saying is that like his his point is that the prize money for the grand prix is like everybody's making a big deal about it but it's it's not as much money as it looks like on paper when they just say 250k do they hand you a 1099 when they with like on the back side of that big ass check too? oh of course just, like, they fill that i did <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get one of those checks. So I don't, I don't Absolutely. Know. Yeah. 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 I mean, so. Yeah, dude. I don't, I don't even. Know. I don't even care. Like, I like. I agree. Like, it's not as much money as they make it out to be. My main pet peeve with it is that they call it a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar prize purse, but you're only mm. eligible to compete for half of that. So it's not. It's not that prize sure. purse because it's split, which is great. Like it's split evenly yeah, between well, the men's and women's field. I mean, two, when they say 250K prize purse, like the lay person probably just thinks that you could win $250,000, which is so far from the truth. You know what I mean? You could if these gravel races had payout. 10X from the truth. <laughs> yeah. I think if, if they bump it up to a million, they need to bump it up to a million. They need to find, they need to find one NBA player that's just willing to throw down 750K. What's the minimum and, salary? <laughs> in the nba i think it's probably pretty close to 750 dude get like mike trout or something like that he's got a lot of money just get that guy i don't know who that is all right should we wrap it so actually i don't think i don't think the nba has a minimum salary but wow it says that the the minimum salary for a player with two years experience was 1.8 million gosh so that was this year so i think i think that's what the the smallest salary it was I, I think I think we can find one NBA player who who's got seven hundred and fifty k to burning a hole in their pocket. Yeah, I mean they're making million dollars more than that. Sure. Um. Cool. We got anything else? Dude, to or say? or you just get all like you know I don't know how many how many guys are in the NBA like two hundred. So you're like saying that? get two hundred guys to like pitch in to 10 pitch grand in like each. ten grand. Dude, and then they get their friends to pitch in like ten bucks each, and then those people oh, yeah. get their friends. It's just what I like to see. Five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. All right. We should well, start. A, we'll start our GoFundMe for that then. A Ponzi scheme. And then, yeah, and then we're gonna have our own series, and we're gonna yeah. create our own selection committee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you it's, create, it's your just own gonna be se- Scott. <laughs> If you create your own series and you've got the money, I mean, the the people will come. It's that easy. All right. Let's shut it off. <sighs> Sounds good. Okay. Uh, we'll see you guys. See Have a good Christmas. We'll talk to you after the new year or next week or something. I don't know. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Later.